0: It's always game day in Cleveland. Subscribe to their podcast at 923thefan.com or in the free Odyssey app. But we are uh, barreling towards the end of football season here. The conference championships this weekend, Baltimore versus Kansas City, Detroit versus San Francisco, and I, the the public love and uh, aptitude for NFL football continues to show itself in NFL ratings as it was 50 million people that watched the Chiefs and Bills this weekend to talk about that, to talk about the state of the Browns. We welcome on uh, Sirius XM NFL and Westwood One NFL analyst. He was on the sidelines for the Texans Ravens this past week. Uh, former NFL and college quarterback Ryan Leaf joins us now in the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Ryan, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me.
0: So, uh, well, it's great to have you, and it's great to get your perspective here. I'm... I'm curious. I I know you were on the call for or on sidelines for Texans Ravens. Is that how you saw that game going heading into that game?
1: Oh yeah. I you know, I just uh I'm surprised it, you know, took as long as it did. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson and and uh and uh the Ravens. I'm so sorry guys. I'm totally like mesmerized by my little uh, eight-week-old daughter here. I'm feeding her, and she's just smiling at me while I'm talking. No worries at no, take,
2: take that. Take all that so, in, partner. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh,
1: so, so yeah, I, I was not. I was not surprised at all the way this went down. I anticipated, you know, Lamar. I did not think it would be 10-10 at halftime, but it ended up being the biggest blowout of the weekend, simply because the defense uh, is so good, and Lamar was able to do what Lamar does: two touchdown passes, two rushing. Um, if there's anybody that can maybe you know derail this uh, Patrick Mahomes train, uh, it, it might be Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens defense.
0: Ryan, I just got to ask you, man. You're about a decade older than I am. Um, I, I, my, old, my youngest are ten now. I'm 38. How the hell are you dealing with an eight-week-old kiddo when you're 47? Like, do you? Are we just constantly drinking Red Bull? How are we doing this, champ?
1: I'm doing well. I got an unbelievable partner. Uh, she is, uh, uh, she is a rock star and you know what? I was in, I was in a prison cell 10 years ago. Like this is, this is, I, I waited until I, uh, I, I should have children. I think is the best way to put it. And, and I know, I, I know I'm going to be 65 when, when she graduates high school and her friends are probably going to be like, Oh, it's so nice. Your grandpa came, but, uh, she's a little sweetheart. She's got my heart. And, uh, and I'm, you know, like I said, I'm glad I'm, I'm doing it when I, uh, when I have the the right mindset to, to be the best dad I can be.
2: That's awesome. Well, you're also in the best shape of your life, it appears from all, <laughs> well, all the Instagram, you know, thirst trapping yeah. videos you post. Cause you look <laughs> great.
1: <laughs> hey man, well, we, we... I, I have to, you know, like I said, I'm going to be an old dad. Like I, I, I want to be around these, these kids for as long as I can. So I better live till I'm a hundred. That's the way I got to look at it. No doubt. No doubt. I know
2: you were on the call for the bills game a couple weeks ago when it was really, really cold. I went to this game this past weekend and it was really disappointing. My son is such a diehard bills fan. He was, he was in tears after the game. Um, I'm, I'm just curious, like what's it going to take man for Buffalo to get over the hump against the chiefs,
1: uh, Patrick Mahomes to retire. It seems like man. my brother, you know, he, my brother texted me and he's just like, man, I mean that touchdown pass that Josh Allen threw in the corner rolling to his left, like last second. I mean, just, he is a freak. And if it weren't for people making such a big deal of the the turnovers and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of turnovers there from him, but you know, 40 plus touchdowns combined that he has been able to uh, accrue this year. I mean, he, he easily could be the MVP. The team just, Hasn't been able to get over Patrick Mahomes and that hump. I thought this year with them at home may have been it, but unfortunately, again, not meant to be. So I, I don't know what the answer is. I don't think for one moment that the window is closed because the ceiling on this team is was uh, easily a Super Bowl win. If they get past uh, the Chiefs, I, I give them every opportunity to beat the Ravens in in Baltimore, don't, and then go on and win a Super Bowl. So the ceiling hasn't been reached there has to be something new that changes. And unfortunately, I suspect that's probably the Sean McDermott factor in all this, though. So I, I don't think he's the problem, but unfortunately when you go four consecutive years in the fashion in which they did, I, I mean, there has to be some movement somewhere. I don't know what that looks like. And this year might be, might've been Sean McDermott's best coaching year of his career, calling the defense, having all those injuries, getting everybody to be able to come, you know, step up and play and get them to the number two overall seed. I mean, it may end up being his best coaching job of his career that ends up ultimately ending it too. So we'll see what the next couple of weeks bring with all these great coaching, uh, head coaching uh, candidates that are still out there.
0: Ryan Leaf on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline looking over to the NFC. Uh, The Lions make their first NFC title game in 30 years, I I believe it is. And then San Francisco's in an interesting spot. There was a report this week that San Francisco had told Brock Purdy last offseason, hey, you're our guy, unless that Tom Brady guy uh, is open to coming to San Francisco, which they've been trying to make for, I believe, uh, about 20 years. I'm just curious when you look at San Francisco, uh, because Brock Purdy was really rough in the divisional round there. I'm, I'm curious whether... He is the right guy to get San Francisco back in the Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl this year.
1: I I, I he, he played in a divisional uh playoff game. You know, it's gonna be tough. You know, it it, it just is. Um I just can't get over these I can't get over people looking at Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy not, and not seeing an absolutely uh assassin at quarterback i don't i don't get it at all um uh, he's going to back-to-back nfc championships uh this year through a whole season got them to the best record in the in the nfc uh he he was a part of the game when he drive uh, uh on the final drive without debo samuel almost the entire game i mean you, you if you're gonna sell me a uh a, a, you know uh a uh Something, if you can sell me something on, on a quarterback and the fact that he's good is because of the system and, and and the players around him, then you have to say the same about Joe Montana and Steve Young if you're going to talk about San Francisco. Because Roger Craig was the first Christian McCaffrey, okay? You know, Brent Jones and Dwight Clark, George Kittle. And, and the two wide receivers are Jerry Rice and John Taylor. And there's no way you can argue to me that Brandon Ayuk or Debo Samuel are anywhere near – what jerry rice is so this nonsense has to stop if he was on the chicago bears team this year chicago would have been uh head and shoulders better he is a legit quarterback in this league okay and the people who want to continue to disparage him because of whatever uh, i i just don't get it at all he's gonna if if they win if they lose it's not going to be because of him if they win it's going to be because of him and he easily can be the Super Bowl champion of the San Francisco 49ers. no problem. You know, any team if you offered Tom Brady to them, the goat of all time, they're most likely going to say, "Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll take Tom Brady." Uh, are you kidding me? I mean, that's that's if that's the argument people are having, either Tom Brady or Brock Purdy, uh, then then it's then it's a silly concept, I think.
2: Are the Detroit Lions America's team right now?
1: I think so. I mean, I think they got to be pretty darn close uh and i love the jared goff story just Amazing. the way that it's it's played out you know he was just pretty much discarded uh to say you weren't good enough by sean McVay to get us to a super bowl and and i would argue that if if jared goff was the quarterback of that football team uh that they they would have still won the super bowl that year i i just i think that's the truth matthew stafford did some great stuff uh and they and very deserving of it but i i, I think that they were very similar in nature, and it was just the belief uh, part of of Sean McVay and him not believing in him. And so, I love the fact that if he were to get to a Super Bowl, he would have to do it by going through Sean McVay, uh, you know, ending all this history of doubt, and then going to San Francisco where he was uh, a division rival with, with to beat them to get to a Super Bowl opportunity. I think that would just be unbelievable for the young man, and I'm really really happy for him. And you know you know the fact that uh you know that that the vegas is is giving out seven points to the detroit lions points, man. yeah what we saw from the from them in the performance against the green bay packers because guess what guess what detroit does really well they run the football they can throw it but they run it really well they have a bunch of different ways to do it and that's the one thing san francisco on the defensive side who've been so good all year has really struggled with and aaron jones just exposed that last week so I think it's gonna be for a heck. This would be a heck of a game. Wouldn't surprise me one bit if Detroit wins, upsets them on the road, and is headed to the Super Bowl for the first time ever.
0: Ryan, the Browns had a pretty nice run here in December with Joe Flacco. It it obviously topped out in the first round of the playoffs, but uh, Deshaun Watson coming back off shoulder surgery, and there's some talk that you know maybe Joe could come back as as uh, his backup. In one of the conversations or one of the rebuttals to that. Um, is not something I necessarily agree with, but you can speak to better because you're, you've are you been in NFL locker rooms, you've been in so many locker rooms, also in college as well, was that because the locker room was so behind Joe Flacco, bringing him back with Deshaun Watson, it would be like bringing a threat into the locker room for, for Deshaun Watson in terms of support and, and all that. I'm just curious how much that actually matters in an NFL locker room, having a backup that is not perceived as a threat or that guys have allegiance to when you've got a starting quarterback too?
1: Yeah, I think it's just, I think it's just something that talking heads can talk about. It it doesn't affect the locker room one, one single bit. If you can, if you can help the team win, regardless of who you are or when you're out there, uh, then, then you're, then you're a part of that locker room. Uh, It's just how it goes. If you're losing games, it it doesn't matter. You know, the whole place is going to fracture. That's just, that's just how it goes. Guys are looking at, at, uh, you know, flights for, for when the season is over, when, when that type of thing is you're losing. But if you're winning, you know, it doesn't matter. And you better have a good backup. You better have a good backup in place, uh, because Deshaun has clearly showcased, like, you know, he is, he's become very injury prone in a short time in Cleveland. He hasn't started many games for making as much money as he has over the last two years. And so, yeah, I would have a guy that feels really comfortable in what Kevin Stefanski asked him to do and is, is, is showcase that. So I, I wouldn't hesitate if that's something that, that brings the team together and, uh, um, and, and allows this team to have a capable backup, uh, which is clearly something that, as we looked around the league, uh, is what's needed every single year because the starting quarterback uh, making it through all 17 games is, is an anomaly. It really is.
2: Hey, I want to, Ryan. I want to ask you about uh, you know the play that happened in the uh, the Bills game. Obviously, you know the Bills did the fake punt, which is ridiculously stupid um, at their own thirty yard line. But then they get bailed out because of the fumble by Hardman that goes through the end zone. League's talking about changing that rule. I I don't actually have a problem with that rule. I, I, I for whatever reason I kind of think like just take care of the ball around the goal line. If you fumble it out of the end zone, that's on you. Like, what do you think about that rule?
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I think I think it's punitive. And you have to take care of the football when you're around the goal line like that. So I, I'm in total agreement. I wouldn't change the rule. But if you're going to change the rule, if you don't want to give away possession, I have them start over back at the 25 like a touchback. I, Ooh, I really I like would. And, and so it, 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 it affects the defense because they're going to lose time, you know, time that they would ha- normally have if they got the ball back immediately. But it would give the team an opportunity where it wasn't recovered by anybody. Went out of bounds, left in your possession, but you're not going to get you're not going to get the opportunity uh, to to just have it uh, you know in the red zone again. You're you gonna you got you to start over and see if you can produce another drive.
2: You give them a fresh set of downs. Or you 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 start them on the down they were on.
1: Uh, you, you give them a fresh set of downs. Like the ball is like a it's almost like a safety feel to it, except the ball's not going to be kicked to you.
2: Okay. I gotta think about this for a little while. Ryan, great stuff, man. <laughs> and stuff, congrats man. on the baby girl.
0: I, I know that's not your first kiddo, but uh every little baby we get is a is a real blessing, man. Very happy for you.
1: Yeah, she says she says she is not a uh a dog fan. She is wholehearted a wholehearted Pittsburgh Steelers fan, just like her dad. That's what she's oh, telling me. Oh so. man, that is
0: such promise. Oh, she had such a chance there. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, great stuff, Thanks, buddy. Appreciate
1: us. you. You bet, guys. Have a great night. Ryan uh,
0: Ryan Leaf there on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. We got to react to what he had to say about uh, the Browns and also that, uh, that rule change in the NFL. We might have an agreement on this show on oh, 92.3 The Fan. Hey, guys, Nick Wilson here for my friend.